to episode five of Who Watches the Watchmen? Clinton can do. Clinton can. That's us. who. Yeah. Yeah. We're working on the wording of that, but something <laughs> like that. You get the idea. You get the idea. Episode five of uh, HBO and Damon Lindelof's Watchmen is called Little Fear of Lightning. Clint, did the title make any sense to you this week? No, and I didn't expect it to because they I've haven't up, up to this titles. point. I'm okay I, with it. I enjoy I like to see what they're going to be, yeah. uh, but I don't try to put it in context of the show. I started trying to think about it back at Comanche, yeah. and then I just decided, nope, I'm just going with it. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where somebody down the line has some reason for it. Mm -hmm. And I can understand that from naming songs where it's kind of nonsensical. I have a reason, but you don't really need to know. Yeah. No, it's fine. fine. Uh, Little little Fear of Lightning uh, was interesting to me because I feel like it was just last week I said – uh, at some point, they're going to go and they're going to do a Looking Glass episode. Yeah, that's do what a I. Episode. Yeah, you would have thought yeah. I had already seen episode five somehow, <laughs> uh, because sure enough, the very next week, here comes our Looking Glass Man, episode. You are the Looking Glass. Uh, I, looking I really was. I time just, and space. I felt it. I yeah. felt it coming. Uh, so let's let's dig in and talk about Wade and uh, all that we learned about him this week. Let's start with that opening scene. Yeah. Uh, and spoilers, man, if you have not watched it, now's the time Sorry. to go watch Watchmen. I don't know why you're listening to a Watchmen podcast yeah. if you haven't you already dummy. seen it. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you build a successful podcast. You insult the listeners. No, I was referencing the show. Right? Oh, when yeah. he's in the... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I just I went right no. along with it. I'm like, yeah, let's insult these people. Yeah, you idiots. Why are you <laughs> listening to this? So uh, it opens with uh, some uh, well-intentioned, uh, similarly dressed Jehovah's Witnesses. Are they Jehovah's Witnesses? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure exactly uh, because the they thing, have but... they have the Watchtower, magazine, oh, okay. which is Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. yeah at first, I, I was didn't just notice like, it said okay, Watchtower. Mormons are they or the Jehovah Witnesses? They were Jehovah's Witnesses. And they they descend on this kind of Tulsa County Fair, yeah. And they are just is, they're no, it's not Tulsa. Are they in New Jersey? Oh yeah, what am I talking about? You dummy! I I know. I'm just so Goodness. stupid. No, uh, they're in New Jersey, right across from New York, and uh, they're at this little fair, and uh, they're just they're gonna win people for Jesus. Yep. They're gonna they're gonna take care of things, and Jehovah they're gonna will be proud. They are. They're gonna point out all the sin in the world. And uh, lo and behold, here comes this kind of scraggly, nervous-looking uh, Jehovah Witness. Yeah. And it turns out, to very little surprise, I had kind of pegged it early on. I'd, yeah. That yeah. this is this is young Wade. Uh-huh. Uh, this is young Looking Glass before he became what he became. Uh, he gets he gets uh, taken advantage of uh, by a girl who who just sets him up to. Well, he tries to pre like. Uh, he tries to preach to yeah, her. Preach, to convert well, preach to, her. to this group of like punk rockers. Mm-hmm. Uh, which little comic Easter egg there? That's the uh, I can't remember their name in the graphic novel, but it was like the Top Knot Gang, or they had oh, those really? yeah those little hair knots on oh, there. Oh, that's that, cool. That's straight out of the comic. Yeah. There was a couple of things like that this week. Uh, but one of the girls, and yeah, instead she of letting the guys in, take advantage, yeah. uh, she shows some interest and she lures him off. You think it's because she's coming on to him. Nope, she was just tricking him and getting undressed, and now he's naked in this this fun house of mirrors. Yeah, I was like, Wade, you dummy. You dummy. You big dummy. You dummy. But you at this her? moment, <laughs> yeah, at this moment, uh, there's suddenly uh, an enormous blast of energy. Yeah. Uh, he he falls to the ground. He's uh, he's dazed, um, bleeding from his bleeding, ears, uh, and he stumbles out. And people are just dead everywhere. Yeah, uh, and then uh, he just I love that he starts screaming 
what happened, yeah, what yeah. happened, what happened. And then camera zooms out, zooms out, zooms out, clear across the bay, heads to New York, and there it is in all its glory. Giant squid. Giant squid. Yeah. Fine-looking giant squid. Not just the giant squid, but then over the course of the episode, they really go into, oh, no, it's the psychic blast, and it's the psychic attack, and And that's what killed people. And I totally forgot about that part attached to it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot that there was this, that was part of the attack. Yeah. Um, and so that's our that's our introduction to, to young Wade. Yep. Not to pack too much plot in, but from there, what we learn over the course of the episode is uh, that silver mask is yeah. uh, reflecta reflectol or something, reflectatine or yeah, something, yeah. whatever the material is. It's it's essentially this universe's version of tin hat, tin yep. foil hats, and it's a material that's being sold to people to protect them from the psychic, psychic blast yeah. of any future squid attack. Yeah. So now we find out. Uh, that Wade has been completely traumatized uh, by this attack, and it's it's defined everything in his life. Yeah. He lives in fear of this happening again, mm, which explains the bunker. Explains and, yeah. everything. And before this, I really took him as a prepper. I hadn't taken him as somebody just really steeped in fear. Yeah, and like uh, PTSD oh, yeah. experience yeah. that he went through. Uh, even to the point that inside of his hat, when he's not wearing his mask, he's got, he's got, got that other, silver material. Yeah. What did you think of, because this this very much changed my perception of Wade. It, it changed my understanding of the character. Uh, what was your reaction to that at first? I, I, I liked the development of the silver material and how it's like it has a purpose beyond the just this cool looking mask and it gives a backstory to that and and it just made him more of this sympathetic character where um before he he was very mysterious and he was kind of in the shadows of the show and doing what he does and i liked just getting a little bit further into his brain and knowing where he came from and just i don't know attaching some emotion to who this person is Two questions about this silver material. Uh, One very serious and substantive, one really fun. (laughs) Here's the substantive one. Uh, Does it actually work? So let's say uh, Adrian or Ozymandias somehow dropped another squid, another psychic attack. Would this material actually prevent anything? I don't think so. I don't either. Yeah. I, I think it it's literally just like tinfoil hats. Yeah. I think somebody, a very enterprising... Uh, yeah, like an advanced form of a tinfoil hat where yep. they're promising this material to... And there's no way to test it. It's no, not like I there's mean, been another squid. There's no, no other psychic happening every day. And so they just advertise that this will protect you, and they've probably made a fortune on this preying on people like Wade. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That, that was that was my uh, bigger question. My fun question is, <laughs> uh, the Crisco kid, is that what he's wearing? I don't know. That wasn't as shiny. It wasn't as shiny. But it maybe it's a different form of that. I don't know. Using a different way. I, yeah. That Instantly. Would be funny. Instantly. I was just like. <laughs> he's like even more paranoid. He's than even Wade. more paranoid than Wade. <laughs> <laughs> he's full body and he's ready to slide into a sewer to really double avoid that squid attack. Yeah. I think it's probably like Teflon material or something. So I would yeah, imagine. Not but I, I could not unthink the, the, the similarity in colors. Yeah. Uh, so uh, maybe yeah. it's Wade. It, it's just <laughs> <laughs> he just has two different personalities. Oh man, what a twist that would be! You can't keep him straight. No. It's like he's going to be coming into the room, taking off the full silver, and then putting the mask on. 
We also learn about Wade's ex-wife, uh, yeah. that he's had relationships before. They don't work. And you get the senses to, to why they work. I mean, it, it lays it out pretty clearly. So here you've got this guy. He was traumatized at a young age. Then he's hyper-traumatized on top of that with the squid attack. Now he lives in fear. He lives in paranoia. And he can't hold any relationships together. Right. Uh, and what role does he fulfill in the police department? He's the guy that goes in and turns everybody against him. He's the one that that is hated because he's the one that can sniff out if somebody's uh, being dishonest right. or is up to no good. He is, by his very nature, an isolated character. He hides his face. He doesn't want to interact with anything around him. Mm-hmm. And so here comes this woman that he meets uh, at a support group. And uh, at is he first, running the support group? It seemed yes. like he, yeah, it seemed like he he's was. He's either running it or he's he's definitely he's been there a while. Yeah. He's it had a very AA kind of feel. Right. And uh, he's he's definitely upper rank. And here comes this new woman. And at first he's probably noticing her because she's new. And she's not exactly talking, so that's interesting. Uh, but then he ends up at dinner with her, and he really starts to open up to her. And lettuce falls out of her truck uh, when when she gets picked up. Yeah. Uh, that was really stupid to me until the moment where it was, we worked so hard to rig that lettuce falling out. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Because if that was coincidence, yeah. I like of all the things that have happened in this show. What was the thing that they pulled yeah. out of the he pulled out of the back of the truck after he was looking under the tarp when he kind of catches up to them. I just took that for granted. I thought it was just he was checking and there was lettuce in there. I didn't even because he pulled out like a plastic thing or something. Oh, I, I was don't... it maybe the mechanism that launched? That's funny. If so, yeah. Yeah, just it was something, something to, he had pulled out of there, and I uh, couldn't. They make specific reference to the fact that, like, I took a long time I know, yeah, to, yeah. to get that lettuce right. Yeah. I love that. Uh, and so he's he's brought to this this place after he follows her, after he started. He, to well, he thinks her he's already. going to bust this group yep. of the um, the Seventh Cavalry. The Seventh Cavalry, yeah. And uh, and he gets there, and once again, everything they're one step ahead of him, which was an, another interesting element here because up until now he's been ahead of everybody. Yeah. Maybe Laurie is the closest he's come to kind of being, uh, you know, behind. Uh, where he should be. Uh, she always seems to be a little bit ahead of him, but that was more I was taking as just a power play, not a sign of him not being able to suss out what's happening. This was definitely he was duped. Oh, fully for sure, duped. yeah. Even once he re- he realizes he's duped, he's duped again in following her mm-hmm. uh, and in going in alone and all of that. Uh, and so now, now he's really in a situation and he's captured. Um, and then the big reveals start. Yeah. Uh, did the senator thing surprise you at all? It did surprise it me. Did. Yeah. Because, well, I knew there was something deeper to his character. Okay. That's that's I. Yes, it surprised me that he was in there. And yeah. He had a mask on. Um, it, okay. It didn't. See, I knew there was some, like I said, deeper to his character mm-hmm. and the surface level of what he has been doing to this point. I knew there was more to that, but so I. Was surprised and not surprised. It made mm-hmm. sense once the reveal is um, it takes place, but as it's happening, I'm like, oh, okay, that's he's here. He's now, were you buying into Wade's relationship with the woman before it's revealed that she's 
before yeah. the lettuce falls off the truck? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah, I we got dinner and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was happy for him. I was like, I was glad that he was kind of going to get out of his funk, maybe that because he's had such a hard time. And oh, one of the moments that sold me on all that is, I think it's when they're leaving the restaurant. I can't remember the exact context of what she said. It was like, have, oh, they were leaving the restaurant and he had drank, drank a little bit. And she said, call one of your friends to pick you up. And he's like, I don't have any friends. And he says it in this such a like, straight, like sincere way that it just like kind of broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. And well, and he says it out of earshot of her. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't even himself. get that. It's just to yeah. himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. So it made me happy that it was like, oh, he's kind of, Things are working with for him with this woman. Well, um, did you not buy it? Did you? Oh, I bought it. It 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 completely got me. Yeah, me too. I thought they were introducing a new character. I thought this was now going to be a part. They might be, but it's just. Well, yeah, I just meant a character that served a role of being a human connection for him. Right. Where he could start to to rebuild things. I I could tell they were really going to dig in and deal with his his fear and his paranoia. I just thought it was going to be through her. Uh, therapeutically, I did not expect it to. It was kind shift. of like a gut punch when the lettuce mm-hmm. falls out. Yeah, yeah, and and that was in the back of my mind. I was just like, man, they better have an explanation because that's <laughs> that's really convenient. Uh, but at the same time, that gut punch more than made up for it. Even if it was stupid lettuce dropping out of the truck, yeah. I would have shrugged it off. Well, just I like it makes it total. Well, and it totally makes sense with. The center being involved, so he knows how they know who the or they, that's their um, bit of evidence that they have. So they set it up that he would know that that's attached to them. So I, I like that. I mean, I agree with you that well, that's a little convenient at the time, but I liked when they reveal like, oh yeah, we've been setting you up from the beginning of this evening or even further back. Well, and then they set him down in front of a bank of monitors, Ozymandias style. And well, uh, they're also they're th- throwing basketballs through this. Oh, thing. and through the portal. <laughs> through the portal, and they're just like falling all around him. Yeah. Now all of that, all of that is links back to Ozymandias. He yeah. was he was working with portal technology. He had the bank of. I mean, this is very heavy on that imagery. Right. Uh, which I can't imagine is not meant to make you go ahead and pre-connect Lady True and Vite. And the Seventh Cavalry, and all of these things are not separate elements. There's something going on that that all of these things are in tandem, or working towards the same direction, or, or there's much more there. Right. This is just Wade's first glimpse into that. Yeah. And uh, and he watches this video, and it completely changes his world, and to the point he's ready to to almost shelve. All of the stuff that that has been a part of his life, the alarm system, and and the the reflectotain or whatever that's called, um, he's he's ready to do away with it all. I I love that at the end he comes back to the trash can and picks it up. Yeah, because he's not totally he's like, not sure. It's that's part of his life, yeah. and he can't let that go over the video. It'll completely change who he is. Right? Did you did you buy his betrayal of Angela? I had trouble with this. I I did buy it. I did buy it, but. It just because of watching this whole episode about him, um, it was also kind of a gut punch to me. It's just like, oh, but I feel like there's like it's gonna as it continues on, he's going to um, 
kind of explain himself and he's going to have maybe some other thing in the back of his mind that he's going to um, be trying to, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I just struggled because I really, he was already a loner, but I felt like there was a connection between he and Angela. Yeah. And... I think maybe, he has like a secondary plan or something. Maybe. And if so, I'll feel better about this. If it had happened earlier in the season and now episodes later, he was after several developments coming around to making that move, I would have had an easier time with it. But it it just felt like somebody that's that paranoid would walk away from whatever they just watched on those monitors, which we don't get to see everything about, would walk away from that paranoid about that as well how do i believe what i just saw if these are people who can send a basketball through a portal why can't they fake a video uh or you know piece together something and they're just messing with me and if it would have been to betray laurie if it would have been able to betray something he didn't really have loyalty to sure angela angela was tough for me and i'm, I'm reserving judgment on that it did it doesn't it it didn't ruin the episode for me. It just I I struggle with that plot point. Yeah, yeah, it didn't bother me. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. By the end, she downs a whole bunch of memory pills. So next episode's <laughs> going to be wild. I th- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, can we talk about Voight? Oh yeah, I see. I always save that for yeah. just one chunk. Okay, I wanted to get all the Wade stuff out of the way. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on Wade before we? Dive into Ozymandias. I don't know. I feel like there something about that really hit a chord with him mm-hmm. where he just totally believes it. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of put things into perspective for his whole life that he's been wanting and wanting answers and wanting an out for believing that this um, psychic event is going to happen again and re- he's going to have to relive it. And... Um, well, and he's certainly familiar with Rorschach's journal. Yeah. He's just always dismissed it like anybody else as a crackpot theory. So, you know, in that regard, all the pieces are in place. It's not like he's learning new information. He's just learning, well, he's learning some new information, but he's mostly learning old information is true. He knows the Rorschach journal. He right. knows what these people believe. Yeah. I it's think already it was there. a confirmation of all that It's just stuff. confirming it. Yeah. So he's switching from one side to the other yeah. in his And I, I still don't – I don't totally believe that he's with the 7th Calvary now. No, no. I, I definitely don't think that. He's somewhere in the middle. And I think that's really hit home at the end when they show up presumably to kill him. Uh, yeah. Not that's going to happen. But that's what they're – you know, Keen got what he wanted. Um, Looking Glass went and Wade went and, and betrayed Angela, which is what Keen wanted. Now he doesn't need him anymore. Yeah. And so why leave a loose end? What do you think about that whole um, development of Keen and um, how they kind of embedded themselves in the 7th Calvary to kind of keep tabs on them and to keep them in line so they're not like they were saying a bunch of rednecks going around? Yeah, and it's, it's, in, it's a very chicken and egg kind of thing for me because I don't know – I know he thinks – he came first and he's in charge and he's infiltrated them, but I don't know which way that goes. I, I don't know if it's it's symbiotic or if it's parasitic or yeah. I don't know what that relationship is. Yeah. But um but I buy it. It, yeah. it makes strategic sense. Yeah. Um like you know, and, and there's yes. Yeah. And and I really think that's where it's it's really wrapping around and it's connecting back to that. Yeah. And 
that makes more sense to me with Judd being involved somehow that way than in being yeah, they just kind of infiltrated in some way to kind of force them to do what they want them to right. do. Yeah. Right. Uh, again, this was another episode where it feels like everything's swirling towards a drain mm-hmm. um, where everything's going to kind of swirl together and it's going to all make sense. Right. And so I still have a lot of faith in it. Uh, I'm just curious. There's there's a lot of plot elements that are piling up, which makes it harder and harder in my mind to bring all those things together. But you have the right idea and the right way to explain it. And you, you can bring a lot of things together. Yeah. Yeah, that, the Wade thing at the end, didn't it didn't really lose me in any okay. way. No, and it, it yeah. didn't lose me. It just, it gave me pause. The first four episodes of this series, I have just been like, give me more. I totally, maybe I don't understand, but I see what you're doing. I get it. That makes sense. That's organic. This was the first time where something happened, and it, it was just the, the Wade betraying Angela, where it just... And maybe it's because I had assumed too much about their relationship. Yeah. And the level of their history. He's kind of detached from everyone. Yeah. I don't think, I think we might have, like you're saying, we were looking a little bit too much into it because Mm -hmm. he is close to her, but compared to a normal relationship, that might not be very close at all. Well, even now, as I think back, were they mutually close? Right. Or was she just very trusting of him? Right, right. She's always coming to him. She's the one that gives him the pills. She's the one that's trusting him yeah. with information. He's never going to her. He's never going to her. And yeah. so and so maybe that's my mistake is that I was seeing it as a, a two-way street and it's it's not. Yeah. It's, she's and, put a lot of faith in him. But and he might have just seen it like this, this is the only way. There's, yeah, there's, I have no option really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, judgment reserved. Yeah. I, I am cautiously optimistic that things are still on track and everything's fine. And, you know, everything <laughs> can't fine. be raining baby squid. So, what are you going to do? So, let's get to Ozymandias. Yeah. Uh, after last week's fishing fetuses <laughs> and acceleration chambers and mass slaughter of clones. Yes. This week we have the clones load uh, Adrian onto a catapult. Uh-huh. Hurdle him into the stratosphere. Still in another this. homemade suit. Another homemade suit, slightly improved. Yeah, with fur lining. Fur lining. Yeah, that will help with space cold. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he disappears into the sky like yep. the other clones had, and he comes out on a planet surface. Now this is not Mars, so that kills a, a lot I of. I think the, it's a moon. It's a moon off Mars. Uh, I don't see. It looks like that, Jupiter in the background to me. It looks like Jupiter. It looks like Mars to me because that the red planet like he looks at. I'll have to look again. It, I, my brain told me Jupiter. Maybe it is Mars. But it's definitely not on Mars proper. No, no. Uh, whatever it is, it's a moon of whatever planet. Yeah. Um, Looks like a very red planet. Well, Jupiter's a very red planet. Is it? Sure. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, but it's, it's, you know, swirling Mars orange and red. Wouldn't Mars make sense with... Well, yeah, it would make more <laughs> sense, but that... Uh, yeah. You, and you might be right. I might be right. I'm probably not. I am the same one that said it was Sister Knight and her night sister, Large Strode. Uh, I am probably not the one to believe on planetary. Well, we should believe that maybe the next episode is all about Voight because you were right about that, about all being about. uh, Oh, no, I'm not calling that. I'm calling it's all about Angela drinking those 
oh, memory yeah. pills. Yeah. I, I, I think that'll be yeah. crazy. I, I, who knows what I'm they're going to do with that. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens I am with looking that. forward to that. I think we'll get another healthy dose of Ozymandias. But anyway, hurdles into the sky, disappears to the sky, moon of some sort. appears on the moon next to Mars, because, sure. And uh, my favorite first detail of this was just the littered <laughs> frozen corpses. Just bodies everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, and then he goes about... Uh, <laughs> Fashioning them into like... Le- yeah, he's... To the best soundtrack piece for this moment. Yeah. Uh, he fashions them into a like desert island message uh, that you would Breaking see in an old comic off strip. The, oh, yeah. yeah. That was... Crunching. Beautiful. And he spells save me. Yep. Uh, and then suddenly he gets yanked back uh, planet side or into his reality prison. Yeah. And here's the warden. We get a better look at the warden. He is wearing uh, an eye mask. And never and Zorro have style. I, yeah, Zorro style. Never have I ever realized how effective those tiny little eye masks would actually be until I'm staring at him trying to identify who this is supposed to be. Uh-huh. And I couldn't even tell, even though he's standing next to all these clones, I couldn't even tell if that was the same actor or not. As a clone? As the clones. Yeah. I, 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 I was baffled. Yeah. And so for the first time, I was just like, oh, that, those, those masks totally <laughs> Totally work. If I ever rob a bank, I'm getting. If I ever one of those rob a bank, that's all I need is a little Robin mask, <laughs> and I am good to go. Uh, so that was that was the Ozymandias. The warden's going to take care of him. Uh, Clint, what did you think of this wild ride to Mars this week, or maybe not Mars? The moon of Mars. Moon Does of Mars, Mars have moons? Yes. Okay. There we go. It's the moon yes. of Mars. I am standing beside that, and while you answer my question, <laughs> I'll be googling that. <laughs> Uh, I really, I mean, I'm just still on board with all of this stuff with um, Ozymandias. I really liked that whole sequence of events. I wasn't expecting him to so suddenly be trusting his catapult to shoot himself into space (laughs) or beyond the limits of his cell. But uh, (laughs) it was another moment where I'm sitting there with a... Madman-style smile on my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It turns out Damon Lindelof has answered this very question. I don't want to know his reason. Well, not a reason. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, I'm still on location, man. Okay. <laughs> it is It is not a, a moon of Mars. It's Europa, the moon of Jupiter. Oh, okay. Way to go, Ken. Woo! Uh, won that one. It's like one to seven now, so I got a ways to catch up. Yeah, I was just like going with these. Mars because that's where Dr. Yeah. Manhattan is. And yeah. I was expecting maybe he's tied to this in some way. No, he says it's Europa, a moon of Jupiter. Um, Europa report? Europa. And another thing he, he talked about in this interview is um, he acknowledges, he doesn't confirm, but he acknowledges the possibility that that first shot of Dr. Manhattan where he's knocking down that sandcastle yeah. uh, on Mars. A lot of people have pointed out how suspiciously that looks like the mansion that uh, Adrian Veidt oh. is living in. Uh-huh. Uh, and he confirms that 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 is, he just said it was not an accident. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't want to know and this. I don't want to like know to it speculate. either. But, you know, yeah. when he comes along and he says, here's the answer, kids, I'm okay with that. But anyway, so it's Europa, which is really well, far away That kind of gives Earth. a lot away when he says stuff like that. It gives a lot away, but at the same time, so this save me message. If he's on Europa, 
in my mind, there's no way somebody from Earth is going to see that. There was a satellite. Yeah, there was, wasn't there? <laughs> Man, what a comedy of errors this scene dissection has turned into. There was a satellite. It even zooms into yeah. it and it makes a big deal of the fact that there's a satellite sitting there. Yeah. Well, never mind. <laughs> you want to continue that thought you had? No, oh. stupid. This is a stupid, Dummy? stupid thought. Dummy. Dummy Wade. <laughs> Um, no, my thought was, is his save me message meant for that satellite? Does he know the satellite's there? Is the message meant for Dr. Manhattan on Mars? Mm. It seemed um, like he was pretty aware of the satellite. Seems like it now yeah. that I recall it. Oh, well. <laughs> it's okay. You were it's right okay. about Jupiter's Europa moon. Yeah, and that's that's just because, um, I don't know why that's because. Yeah, I had Jupiter locked in my mind. Yeah. I don't know. I had Mars locked in mind, but... Okay, well, whichever. Anyway. No, you're right. Uh, you're clearly still, right. Still Lindelof not revealed. From the man himself. <laughs> still still not revealed is why he's in this prison, who this warden is, yeah. who sent him to this prison, who's keeping him in this prison. Uh, is he dead? Is he alive? I think this pretty much confirms he is not dead. Mm, this is yeah. He is alive. He's in a physical place. Um. Uh, now this episode also really brought portals into things. So is that sky that he's going through, is that a portal? Is that some sort of reality that's sitting in a bubble on Europa? Or is that just where the portal leads from this prison to I kind of saw it as a bubble, like some reality bubble where he's on the moon. But Yeah, Yeah, I I feel like if they were trying to connect it to the portal – uh, it would have done a similar sound effect and visual yeah. to when the basketball went through the portal, and it definitely did. Yeah, yeah. It was much more like going through a, a, an invisible barrier uh, than any sort of teleportation. Anyway, aside from you saying there is maybe a connection between Dr. Manhattan making the sandcastle that looks like the... Um, mansion that he's living in, I, my first thought was maybe this is a scenario created by Dr. Manhattan. That's why I was so stuck on it being the Mars moon that like he built this place to in, well, that, to in, keep him. Don't dismiss that too fast because what we see Dr. Manhattan doing is destroying that building. Yeah. And what we keep seeing from Adrian is first anniversary, second anniversary, third anniversary. Is it something where when Dr. Manhattan doesn't like the way that this prison maybe experiment is going that he wipes it out and starts it over again. Right. Is Adrian the only thing that is retained and everything around him keeps resetting? Yeah. Um, and is that why he gets progressively more morose when it comes to that cake scene? Uh, which they haven't had in a while. I think they did one, two, three, and then he's seen eating cake. Do you um, think maybe he's kind of moving this mind palace bubble around so he doesn't know exactly where he is that would make and sense he, and that and would so be he's like trying to escape and maybe he gets further along and so dr manhattan like moves it and starts all over so that he can't uh escape that would be quite the gut punch for ozymandias because oh, all of this effort to create a saving message and no i'm just going to move you yeah, over here right and that might be the warden different. like catching him and now it's time to move you again is the warden a representation of dr manhattan and that's where uh, you know early on i we had talked about it are the clones actually human versions of 
Doctor Manhattan, maybe that's and what his he looked like. Wife, yeah. Is the warden also that same thing? Right. Are, are these all created by Doctor Manhattan to maintain all of this? And if so, for what reason? To yeah. what end? Uh, because when the Watchmen graphic novel ends. Uh, it's not that Ozymandias and Dr. Manhattan are friends, but Dr. Manhattan's certainly aware of what's happening and allows it. Yeah. And so they're allies. If Dr. Manhattan has created all this uh, and he's in opposition to Ozymandias, what happened and what's the explanation there? Maybe it goes back to our speculation of from the last episode with Dr. Manhattan and Lady True maybe having mm-hmm. like some kind of crossover mm-hmm. and maybe she had Dr. Manhattan or they had an agreement where she got um, Ozymandias out of the picture mm-hmm. and put him in this um, suspended state on these planets or these moons to yeah. so that she could kind of move in yeah. and there or for the some benefit to mankind mm-hmm. where they both saw he needs to be out of the picture. Well, there are four episodes left. And by my count, there are three main characters that they have not given the episode treatment to. Yeah. And that's Dr. Manhattan, Lady True, and um, Total Blank. That's the name of the character. Uh, They have the superpower to create a total blank of the mind and the person talking about them. That character. (laughs) Crisco Kid? No. (laughs) I hope Crisco Kid gets Oh, Will. Sorry. Oh, Will. Will. (laughs) <laughs> I, I knew I started. I had a list of three characters. First, I totally bought there was this character that no. can do this power. No. But but as I started through that list of three characters, I felt it. It was already not there when I started <laughs> down the path and I was saying the first character. So as I was speaking, I'm trying to get that third to load and just wouldn't like a little hourglass I flipping on a computer. Anyway, mm-hmm. Will, Dr. Manhattan. Lady True. Lady True. <laughs> This is the game where no matter which order you put them in, you forget the third one. Uh-huh. Uh, and so that's – here's here's my here's my theory. Okay. My theory is next episode we get uh, a Will-centric episode because she just took all the memory pills and it already made oh, that, clear those yeah. are Will's memories. Uh, I think after that the next two episodes are, are Lady True and Dr. Manhattan. Uh-huh. Uh, and then finally it's going to be kind of the Ozymandias bring it all together. Or maybe it's the Dr. Manhattan bring it all together in the season finale. Uh, but those are – I said three, but I guess that's four, isn't it? Lady True, Dr. Manhattan, Ozymandias, and Will. That's, those are the ones that yeah. we've had an Angela-centric episode. We've had a Wade-centric episode. We had Laurie. Um so those are kind of the big ones left to go. I wouldn't – maybe there's – maybe if there's an episode where it tackles two of the oh, characters. Sure. And then yeah. maybe the last one kind of ties it all together. Yeah, I would them. I would be surprised if the season finale just focuses on one character. I think that will be yeah. the culmination of all of these things. I, I don't foresee them ending on a big cliffhanger. I think they're going to wrap this yeah. main story up. I think they'll leave – threads for a second season but i don't foresee this just sort of ending with an ellipsis i think it's i think it's going to have a here's the season here's the story um did you are you still not watching the coming this no not at all i've I've been purposely avoiding yeah i am too my brother watched it and he was said there was something very exciting and really i was like do not tell me so i'm still not watching them and i I'm going to I don't stay that way. Throughout. I have so much more enjoyed yeah. uh, watching the episodes because it's just a, a constant parade of things that I have no – I haven't spent the last week wondering what it's going to be. I don't have expectations set for it. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad 
for instance, this week that I had no idea. I can't imagine. I, I should go back and watch them after I watch the new episode just to see would it have spoiled it for me. I can't imagine you. they could have done this episode without a preview really revealing it's going to be a Wade-centric episode. Right, yeah. Uh, but that would have set my expectations up. I think I would have had more trouble getting to some of those plot developments if I spent a whole week like, oh, man, they're really dealing with looking glass this week. Yeah. Uh, and then things were different than I was expecting. Yeah, I like that it wasn't looking glass so much it was about Wade, yeah. uh, the man behind that. and. Well, and I, I appreciate that it really started episode one where this is very clearly the Rorschach archetype. Looking Glass is the Rorschach character. But only for that first episode. Ever since then, they have gone to great lengths to create a completely different character who there's an influence there. Mm-hmm. But even this week, it sort of took a knock at that, that the influence is not Rorschach at all. The influence is uh, him being petrified of this experience that he had. Yeah. And so even the mask, which is the most Rorschachy thing about him, not a Rorschach, not yeah. at all. I really liked also that it, it, that in that moment, it was kind of two things that shaped his life in this, in this, down this yep. path of fear where it's, he's afraid of this psychic, psychic event happening in. And he's also, it was his first like sexual, almost sexual experience. Can't and he's, trust he can't trust relationships. Women. He can't yeah. trust women. He can't trust. He's afraid he's going to be burned The signals again. He, he's reading. And, and that was why it was particularly sad when this woman does turn out to be. I know. Not yeah. legitimate because it, it goes, he, he finally opened up. Yeah. Finally opened up. He had a seven-year marriage he couldn't open up in. But just <laughs> one dinner with this woman, and she's perfectly tailored to make him vulnerable. And and for the first time and who knows how long, he's actually vulnerable, and he just relives the same experience. And yeah. so it's not the squid trauma, it's but the, like, it's, it's relationship trauma. Yeah. Oh. It's just very sad. It, it made him much more of a tragic character. Yeah. And... Uh, I, I still need to watch this episode a second time. Normally I have by now. Yeah, I want to as well. I, I suspect I wouldn't have had any problems if I saw it a second time. I know that that my hesitation the first time is because I so built him up to be my favorite character. And he was this – I had a clear picture of what he was. Right. And he's he's much more human beneath it all and fragile. And, and so the adjustment to that was, I think, what threw me off in some cases. Yeah. I think I didn't have I, – I really enjoyed his character, but there was so little of what we knew about him mm-hmm. before this one. So I didn't have any expectation of he's going to be this or I think he no. should be this. So I liked the just the development in this episode of his human side and the, his flaws and his fears and all of that. Well, and as long as we continue to really enjoy this series, clear up through the season finale, uh, I think what we should do is uh, maybe take a couple of weeks once the season's done, rewatch the whole season, and then just do a podcast on a second watch of the season. Yeah. And based on all of the revelations that come later. Things we noticed after yep. doing that. And, yep. Yeah. I ended up doing that with leftovers each season. Really? Uh, once I fell in love with that, it was, it was oh, now I got to go back and see how well it tracks and does it change the way I watch earlier episodes when I have revelations that come yeah. later. And Leftovers wasn't revelation heavy, but character-wise it yeah. was. It would reveal a lot about what was going on in the characters' heads or that was motivating them that you had to then go back 
and piece into place. Breaking Bad did the same thing. Yeah. Walt, when when that series starts, is such a, a character you want to root for and you want to believe he's a good guy. Well, by the end, he's not, and it was always there. And when you go back and rewatch that series, it's a very different watch because he he is not he's not the good guy you thought he was. Right. Yeah. I think Leftovers, I binged that one because I watched it after Oh, you that. haven't tried going through that again? No, I want to. I yeah. just haven't got to. Oh, but it, I like like what you're saying where you would go back to the previous yeah. season. Uh, since I watched it all in one yeah. watch, I didn't have the, I don't know, desire to do that at the time. But I, I want to go back and all the way through it again. All right. Well, any other thoughts on uh, Wade, Ozymandias, uh, Angela taking crazy pills, or the, the game warden? <laughs> No, I, I mean, I think we covered it pretty well. I, I really enjoy it still, and I, it was nice to learn more about Wade and what ticks behind Looking Glass's silver face. I think next week will be really in- – if, if next week does end up being a Will-centric episode, it's going to be really interesting. I'd, I can't imagine how they're going to do it. I don't know if they're going to do just – I can't imagine this show does straight flashbacks with Angela taking memory pills. I, it's not a Wayne's World like, you know, yeah. which is, oh, and now a memory, and right. here's another. I just, yeah, I I hope it's weird. I hope oh. it's so. I mean, weird. up to this point, it has been. So I'm sure they'll have been weird. Yeah. And so for it to be very um, conventional will be a disappointment. Yeah. I, I can't imagine they'll do that. So I'm I'm really hoping we get to see Will's backstory through Angela's eyes, but wrapped up in all of, like she's still got to learn who he is. Um, yeah, she so, doesn't know anything about him, no. really. So. And so rather than an exposition dump, to be able to get uh, his story all through... Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. Me either. Well, with that, <laughs> this has been uh, Watchmen Episode 5, uh, Little Fear of Lightning. Is that what it's called? Sure. Is it? I shut my phone down and oh. I lost it that quickly. I don't know. You know... Lightning Watchmen was involved. episode five uh, called Firefly Lightning in a Bottle. <laughs> Catch them all. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mars is now Jupiter. There it yep. is. They switch places. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what we should call this Watchmen podcast. Mars, Jupiter. I don't know. <laughs> it's a planet. It's a planet. Somewhere out there. All right. This has been Watchmen episode five. Uh, this is Ken and that's Clint over across from me. Uh, and yeah. Good night and good luck. Good <laughs> luck.